Welcome everyone. Radhamadav Kijai. Any question tonight? Yes. Uh, in your discussions uh, over the weekend, uh, you touched upon uh, Malava and the opportunities that Sampradaya. First of all, that Sampradaya was authorized by Sri Shaitanya, and the opportunity available through that Sampradaya is Vatsalya. Uh, my question revolves around what is the distinct difference of that sampradaya as far as tattva goes from that of the Gaudiya sampradaya and how does that difference in tattva not influence the Vraj Bhakti of those that take the path of that Saudi? Well, uh, it's a complicated question, and um, I can't say that I'm an expert on the Shuddha Dvait Vad of, of um, Balaba, but that is um, the term used to describe his uh, metaphysic as opposed to Achinti Beta Beta Tattva of Gaudiya Sampradaya. And here, Shuddha means pure non-dualism, and that would mean in opposition to what he considered impure non-dualism, I suppose, um, as advocated by Shankar, that has no uh, place for Perlila um, at all. Hmm? Um, um, I believe that uh, uh, Balaba otherwise is connected to the Rudra Sampradaya, uh, which is Shiva, and in more um, historical, I should say, uh, terms, the um, Acharya Vishnu Swami of ancient times. So just like you have Brahma and then Madhva, for example, you have Lakshmi, her Sampradaya, represented in more historical time by Ramanuja. So you have Rudra, Sampradaya, and in historical time, represented by Vishnu Swami. I believe that Bilvamangal Thakur was also connected with that uh, Sampradaya, who's a person that Chet, Chet, which brings us another connection if you will, uh, with that that lineage um, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as you know, brought his his uh, work book uh, Krishna Karnamrita from South India. It's one of the books he found there and brought back, and and um, and he uh, cherished it. Gopal Bhatta Goswami has written a commentary on it. I believe uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami has definitely written a commentary on it. So it's a book that's dear to the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. In fact, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, for the Bhava, this book, uh, Krishna Karnamrita, for the Siddhanta, this book, um, Brahma Samhita, both of which he brought back from South India. And um, that said, 
the uh, the bhava of the Bhavamangal Thakur's book is uh, is Gopi Bhav. And um, that is then a more broad uh, term, Madhuri Rasa. I have not studied Karnamrita, Krishna Karnamrita. I have looked at it at times, but I have not studied it um, uh, to de- to uh, determine p- precisely the um, particular orientation to Gopi Bhav of Bhavamangal. Thakur, there are many uh, types, two basic divisions, Samboga and Tadbhava. Samboga means with a desire for a direct relationship with Krishna for his pleasure, and Tadbhava means to defer and identify with and serve a leading lady who has a direct relationship with Krishna. So, again, I haven't looked at the book carefully enough um, to uh, appreciate what... Uh, um, is in detail advocated by Vivamangal Thakur, but it, I, get, I would make a, an, a, a premature somewhat assumption that as much as it um, has been uh, embraced by the Gaudias, the book, that it would uh, fall on the side of um, Tadbhava, which, of which there are different divisions as well. For example, all of the, uh, the friends of Radha, whether it be Paramaprishta, Sakis, or Priyasakis, or, or Manjaris, they're all Tadbhava. If you take Lalita and Vishaka, for example, they're qualified to be group leaders themselves and have direct relationship with Krishna, but they defer to Radha. Hmm? Um, and uh, assist her. So, um, it's a big, big subject, but Gopi Bhav, at any rate, and uh, the position of Radha is also, also underscored therein in that book. That, but that's an ancient book, and it's uh, sometimes um, memory, if memory served me well, um, some have identified it with, and Bilvamongol, with the uh, the uh, Vishnu Swami Rudra Sampradaya, but I don't uh, um, I can't cite something to make a definitive case for that. Again, forgive me for my lack of familiarity with the text. Um, but if it is, this is another connection then between the Gaudiya Sampradaya and the Rudra Sampradaya where there is some sympathy and some um, um, more or less some common ground. I want to say some common ground. The other large or significant connection, um, as it's sometimes thought, uh, with the that Sampradaya and the Gaudiya Sampradaya is through Sridhar Swami, who is the famous commentator on the Bhagavatam. However, that's also questionable, uh, the extent to which, if at all, uh, Sridhar Swami was formerly connected with the Rudra Sampradaya. Um, however, there's a good case, perhaps, to be made that he's informally connected 
with the Rudra Sampradaya. He is listed, Sridhar Swami, as one of the Mahants or the um, um, even perhaps uh, Acharyas uh, of the Puri moth of Shankaracharya. Shankaracharya has four moths in his Advaitavad. Uh, one of them is at Jagannath Puri. They're prominent there, and all of the Shankar Brahmins, Smarta Brahmins, they take care of Jagannath. Hmm. Um, so that's been going on for, for a long time. But out of that um, group, I think that is the school or the moth of Shankar where Bhakti is prominent. So in, there, there's a sector amongst the Advaitins of the four moths where um, Bhakti is prominent as an aid to Sayuja, hmm? as they see it. So they, uh, there are other more Gyan uh, purist, if you will, uh, sectors the other three, perhaps, of Shankar's uh, lineage, who do not uh, entertain the uh, help of bhakti for their attainment and and think that it's okay for those who need it. Mm-hmm. A little more emotional, a more emotional psychology, something like that. Um, so, out of that, anyway, out of that uh, sector of Shankar's group um, where Bhakti is a prominent influence, a number of persons, of sannyasins, have come out and arguably um, some of the prominent sannyasis in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lineage during his own time, his manifest lila, came from that um, sector came from that sector and were formally initiated in that sector um, with names like Puri, like Madhavendra Puri, Ishwar Puri, uh, Brahmananda or Bharati, Brahmananda Bharati, um, um, Keshava Puri. You may note amongst the principal uh, sannyasis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there are no Tirthas. Tirtha was the name that all of the sannyasins in the Madhva line are given. Hmm? So there's no Tirthas. Um, there are ten sannyas names uh, given by Shankar. So Puri is one of them, Bharati is one of them, uh, Saraswati is one of them, Bhan is one of them, Aranya, uh, and so forth. Tirtha is one of them as well. So these different um, Bharatis and Puris who are all sannyasis, um, there's not a lot um, of Vaishnav sannyasis, um, if you will. Uh, it, there weren't, I would say, at the time. You know, Ramanuja had his sect. They have a sannyas order there. But um, there's no indication that any of those prominent sannyasis in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lineage or his time that were the figurative roots to his tree, figurative tree of of bhakti, um, came from the Ramanuja Sampradaya. Hmm. Um, 
And to say that they came from the Madhva Sampradaya brings into question uh, why they don't have the name Tirtha and 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 so forth. So there's a there's a strong likelihood it would seem that they had a formal connection with the Shankar lineage and got the sannyas there. Indeed, Sri Chaitanya Dev himself took sannyas from Keshava Bharti, who was clearly from the, at least initiated as a sannyasi in the Shankar lineage. So these the more strident uh, sectarian perspective that you get, for example, from Chaitanya Charitamrita was not as prominent hmm, as it was in the mind of Krishna Skatharaj, who's, of course, one of the purposes of his book is to make distinctions. What is the orthodox teaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? What's not? And so forth. So you do find these divisions where he distinguishes himself from uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching from Bhallava, from the Dvaitans, uh, from the Ramanujas, also from the Madhvas, also in his book, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? Um, we don't find him, however, anywhere distinguishing himself from, uh, well, he, from the Bhallavas, I guess you could say there, from the, from, so we make that connection, Bhallava, with, uh, with the uh, Vishnu Swami Sampradaya. So anyway, that's one of the purposes of his book. Important, but it doesn't seem that at the time the, the sectarian kind of uh, uh, boundaries were as prominent. Uh, they were as more of an overlapping and, uh, and whatnot. So in that kind of uh, environment, um, there's a good case to be made for the idea that certain sannyasis who took sannyas in the Shankar lineage out of the, the Puri or Bhakti-influenced sect, hmm, in, despite their formal connection with the Advaitin line, um, and even being perhaps members of it and advocates of it, in time, through association and whatnot, you have to understand that at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, prior, just prior to there was a bit of a, a bhakti revolution going on in India, in opposition to the um, almost monopoly of the Advaitins, on mukti, salvation, and uh, and a strong, strong emphasis on the uh, and a monopoly on the, on the among, in the religious sector among the mystics and uh, among in a religious sector sector uh, monopoly in the hands of the smartas hmm? um, for giving religious blessings, rights, and uh, over, overseeing them, and so forth. Um, and so there was a popular kind of revolt to this idea, which included uh, the notion that one had to take birth in a Brahmin family, and in one of the lives doing so, uh, of, of doing so, also take sannyas in order to get mukti, which put the mukti or Brahman, the absolute, at considerable distance from the the people, hmm? if you will. Quite a bit of intermediary type of, you know, the common people weren't good enough. You had to first become a, a Brahmin type of person, and then a sannyasi, and then you could talk to God. And then you could commune with God. So the sense that we could commune with God 
uh, more readily and more directly kind of a Protestant uh, revolution <laughs> was, uh, if you will, of sorts, um, was uh, rippling throughout uh, India and persons like Tukaram, like Kabir, like um, uh, Guru Nanak, um, um, and others were uh, invoking the name mm, um, of God as a way of direct communication with the Absolute for anyone and everyone. Now granted they had different conceptions of the name. Most of them were had had Sagunanam conceptions, ideas that the name was a was a powerful um, manifestation of Sattvaguna that you could focus on and by that you could then um, enter into Nirvishesh Brahma, the Nirguna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by contrast uh, to many of them, of course, had a Nirguna conception of the name, that the name is itself transcendental and non-different from the, from the named the person who is also a transcendental entity with form, lila, and so on and so forth. So a very developed bhakti idea for its own sake rather than bhakti for the sake of mukti. But under the influence of bhakti for the sake of mukti in this cultural, religious uh, kind of um, uprising, hmm? there's a good case to be made that some of these sannyasis coming out of the the Shankar Purimath were influenced by the various ideas, theological ideas and sensibilities and and realizations of the time hmm? that brought them to a bhakti for bhakti's own sake type of conception like we find in the in the Vaishnav Sampradayas. Um, if we take uh, Madhavendrapuri as an example, there is a, a documentation in the, in the Balava Sampradaya, um, uh, uh, testimony from the I believe the sons of Balava hmm, as to the uh, the essential. Um, spirituality of Madhavendrapuri. Madhavendrapuri, as you know, was uh, at one point living in Braj, the Nathji deity that is uh, central to the um, Balabha Sampradaya, was found, discovered, w- w- revealed himself to Madhavendrapuri. Hmm? And you know, you know the story, and a big festival was uh, arranged and so forth. Initially, he put Bengali Vaishnavas in charge of the deity, and later that the, the charge of the deity and his worship was transferred to the Balabas, and Jiva Goswami signed off on that. Mm-hmm. So there's docu- documents to sub- sub- support this uh, this uh, kind of interaction in Braj between the Godias and the Balabas. And the testimony, as I say, of the sons of Balaba, I uh, forget what book, book, which book it's in, but I've got uh, the reference to it, 
um, they say that 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 Madhavendra Puri, uh, that that Balaba used to hear from him, and uh, either I forget if it was to hear from him or that they used to associate together or something like that, and that he was uh, um, he was. I forget the words they used, but um, they said that he was f- not from the Balaba Sampradaya, or w- 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 the, would be the the Shudadvaita, but but in essence, they didn't find a lot of a difference between how he, what his um, uh, spiritual um idea metaphysic was from their own so uh they indicated that in terms of siksha or spiritual essence madhavendrapuri if he indeed came from the shankar sampradaya had become influenced by vaishnavism as earlier could very well be the case for sridhar swami hmm? You can you can see there is do- historical documentation that Sridhar Swami, the commentator of the Bhagavatam, was at one time the the head of the moth of Shankar in in Puri. So you could say, see, he's not a Vaishnava at all. You people don't know what you're talking about. And I, there he was. There is the history of it. That's fine. We can look at that history, but that's not all we're going to look at. We're going to look at what he wrote. <laughs> look at his commentary on the Bhagavatam. Hmm? And it sure is. It sure is no uh, Advaita Vad. You know. Um, uh, teaching with its emphasis on the uh, surup shakti and uh, and uh, um, and so forth. Um, so uh, it's obvious that he had some type of conversion and, and divergence. Mm-hmm. I mean, for that matter, Madhva was initiated in the Shankar Sampradaya, and he ended up becoming a Dwaitan not an Advaitan, but a Dwaitan, right? Completely. Uh, but he was formally initiated into the into the um into the Advaitan Sampradaya. Hmm. So whatever the formalities may have been are not of as much um significance as the substance of these um persons, the substance of Madhavendrapuri and uh and um Ishvarapuri and so forth. And so, anyway, at any rate, it appears that in spiritual substance and in essence, these two uh, Vaishnava lineages, that of Vishnu Swami, Rudra Sampradaya, and the Gaudi Sampradaya, they had some common ground. They were both in the Braj. They both, um, while it's true, and I mentioned that, that Balava's Sampradaya has an emphasis on. But Talia Rasa, they also have an emphasis on Gopi Bhav. So there's also a form of Gopi Bhav that they um, advocate. Um, it's 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 certainly not a Radhadasyam emphasis because in Balab's commentary, which I studied once on the tenth canto, uh, he doesn't mention uh, Radha in the Ras Panchajai section at all. Um, so it's it's not a particular. Uh, emphasis for that matter uh, his son Bittal was thought to be an incarnation of Chandravali and it's said in Chaitanya Charitamrita at least that Balaba was asked for Gopi Mantra 
for the worship of Radha and Krishna from Garadhar Pandit and was given it in Jagannath Puri at a time when Garadhar Pandit was receding from his Radha Bhava and is depicted in Chaitanya Charitamrita as being filled with Rukmini Bhava who is Chandravali in Dwarka. Hmm? Interesting point. So it's a complicated uh, <laughs> affair, no doubt, um, but um, uh, then again, the points that I made, the commonly known, more commonly known points of connection that Rupa Goswami acknowledges the Gaudiya, the, the, the Balabha Sampradaya in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu twice. When he finishes his section on Vaidhi Bhakti, he says, and there's another group, and they call it Mariada, as opposed to Vaidhi. It's more or less the same thing. When he finishes his section on Raganuga Sadhana, he says, and there's another group, and they call it Pushti. And it's more or less the same thing as Rag that we're talking about. Hmm. So Pushti and Mariada are the terms in the Balabha Sampradaya for what we call Rag and Mariada. Hmm. Um, and they have a form of Gopi Bhava that they pursue, and the, the, the Batsali Rasa is uh, is prominent. Um, as far as the the differences uh, between in Tattva between Sudadvaita and Achintibeta Beta, hmm, I am not an expert on that, as I said at the beginning. Um, um but um it is anyways this is a form of tat force that out of which Baba can grow it's two things it's the way in which Balaba articulated um the ground out of which is Baba has has grown and it's his own Gopi Bhav or Batsalya Bhav, whatever it is, for Balaba. I mean, I don't know how they really quite look at him. They, sometimes they say he's the incarnation of Krishna's mouth. So, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, and the terms are different. The way they talk about it is very, if you hear it, you think we have nothing to do with it. But it, but it's not the case, as testified, uh, attested by, by Rupa Goswami and by the examples that I have, uh, have, have given. So I can't answer your question in detail because I'm not it's hard enough to study the Chinti Beta Beta study they could be an expert on Sula Dvaita as well Dvaita Dvaita and so forth um, but um, but uh, there is uh, I'm giving kind of a history of it a considerable connection between the, the Sambhadayas and, and the Bala was prominent in his time and uh he was a contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and um, and they got some. They're largely from from Gujarat, the group, and um, they uh, have a prominent uh, presence in 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 Vrindavan as well. So that's where he and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met, and in 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 Vrindavan, uh, the histories there of their connection in Prayag. Where Rupa Goswami was enlightened, Balava was there as well, and in Puri, as well, which I think Mahaprabhu disagreed with him at that at that time. So they are prominent today. Well, the Balava Sampradaya is um, 
um, it was um, it was prominent to to some extent during the British um, later part of the British occupation of of India, when the British were trying to expose the pagan religion of Hinduism and replace it with the true religion of Christianity, one of the areas that they uh, felt that they had a lot of room to get head, make headway was with the immoral acts of Krishna in, uh, in, in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And um, of course the Bhagavatam was central to the Balabha Sampradaya, but there were some Balabha uh, leaders at the time that, as the story goes, anyway, historical narrative, there was some discrepancy in their personal moral character. It's one thing if you want to teach about the apparent immorality of Krishna, but you have perfect moral character like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that causes you to think maybe it's only an apparent immorality between the Krishna and the gopis, but it's, that's actually something different. It looks like one thing, but it's something else. But if the teacher himself is immoral, well, then, you know, there's, uh, there's going to be a problem. So some of the Balavas at that time were taken to court by the uh, by the British. It was a big court case. Hmm. I forget the uh, outcome, but, you know, they were Victorian in their sensibilities, and uh, this kind of thing in the name of religion was not to be uh, um, condoned. And uh, so the Balabas, I think they, they lost that uh, that case. Um, meanwhile, in and about that time, of course, in Bengal, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was, <coughs> excuse me, appearing. And <coughs> ultimately, excuse me, he gave dignity to and um, international, through his lineage, recognition of the Gaudiya Sampradaya in a way that really eclipsed all the Vaishnav Sampradayas in India in terms of whatever um, whatever um, influence um, they had uh, and whatever influence they had in India may be one thing but their influence outside of India was next to nothing hmm? and um, in Indology in academia I mean, it was just common teaching that Hinduism culminates in in, in Advaita Vedanta, in, in, in Sahaja Mukti. Hmm. It was Prabhupada's work that changed that. Nirvisesha Sunyavadi, Paschatyadeshatarni, his preaching like this, so so was so strident, uh, and, then he, and he made some connections with academia. He got his books endorsed and so forth. These were original translations, first time uh, kind of translations in English um, of the Bhagavatam, for example, Jaitanya Charge from Chardamita. So it was a was a an interesting point of, you know, historical development and 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 there he was making the case so strongly against Advaita Vedanta and on the other side positive for the fact that there are other forms of Vedanta. I mean, there's no one that did more to shed light on that than Prabhupada in his in his in his mission that changed the course. Where now that will hardly be the case if you study 
about uh, uh, Hinduism in in, uh, in, uh, in the university and so forth uh, in any depth. You're going to be very aware that there are different forms of, of Vedanta and, uh, and Gaudivanta Vedanta is going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, prior to Prabhupada, it wouldn't even have been one of them in, 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 in India amongst the... Uh, you know, it was not like Baladev's commentary on the Vedanta Sutra was being published. You could, Ramanujas could be published. Ramanujas commentary on the Gita would be would be published compared to Shankar. Madhva was a little more obscure, but but you know, he preceded um well he followed Ramanujan and and he, he made some strong arguments against um Advaita Vedanta in India. But not, you 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 won't find in Doctor Radhakrishna, you know, who he was the Prime Minister of India, one of them a religious guy he, he he wrote some commentary on the Upanishads. You're not going to find him quoting Baldi Vidyabhushan's Gwindabhasha, hmm? which is a Gaudiya Vedanta, right? Or the Bhagavatam and so forth. But, but anyway, Prabhupada, Prabhupada's work did that. It not only, in, 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 in casting a shadow, I want to say, on Advaita Vedanta, hmm? In, in contrast, shining a light on Gaudiya Vaishnava, that light also was bright enough to shed light on other forms of Vaishnavism, which was a, um, a, a focal point also of Bhakti Siddhanta, Sarsati Thakur, and Bhakti Vinod. You know, at the Chaitanya Math in Mayapur, Bhakti Siddhanta, they have the four deities of Shankar, of, excuse me, of Ramanuja, Madhva, Vishnu Swami, Nimbarka, and... Uh, and so forth, and they connected the Gaudiya Sampradaya. Bhaktivinoda was very adamant about a, a formal connection between Gaudiya Sampradaya and Madhva Sampradaya, those four, and then our connection with that. So anyway, that's another uh, point. But the but as a result of that kind of um, outreach, the tables have uh, have, have turned, and it's not only hardly by any means thought that the Dvaita Vedanta is, is the be-all and end-all of and all there is to uh, to the um, um, the culmination of spiritual life in Hinduism and um, and now there are Ramanuja temples in America there are madhvas who have gotten Gone against the, the the grain and crossed over, you know, um, beyond the boundaries of where they thought you know their purity would end if they went, um, and so forth. And uh, they're in they're in they're real secular, but they you know somewhat in the mix, certainly more than they ever would have been. And uh, and then the Balabas you ask about, and so yes. Um, as a result of the Gaudiya Sampradaya and the, the outreach of our particular paribar coming from Bhaktivinoda. And in that regard, the work of Prabhupada in the West, the Balabha Sampradaya has some um, newfound Western followers like um, Haberman, for example, is a scholar who you know came to find out about the diversity of Vaishnavism through Prabhupada's work, and and found out about uh, 
Gaudi Sampradaya and ultimately became an initiated member of the, the Balabha Sampradaya. So they went, you know, and explored these things. And there's a few other Balabhas here and there. This, there was a famous Kirtanir uh, who a few years passed away, Shamdas, famous in the yoga community, who was a Balabha. But he came to Balabha through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. I, I know a few others. Um, and so there are some, there's a Balabha. Uh, Temple, uh, our uh, Seva Mai, uh, you know Seva Mai. Uh, she went to a Balabha temple in mm-hmm. Connecticut. Asked me about it, told me about it afterwards, and what it was like, and how they were preaching there, and so forth. I know there's one in Chicago also. Unfortunately, um, sometimes they preach we're the only real one, and Godias are not, and you know, and they got their. Really, their recognition and foothold in America through the work, the good work of the Godias. It's a way the Godias uh, influence positive in bringing out these other sampradayas as we have. It's a way in which I reason that Bhaktivinoda Thakur's prophecy that all the sampradayas would come under the banner of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has been fulfilled. They have come under the influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they have gotten. Recognition in the modern world uh, through that, and then on, then on their own strength, they're also doing, you know, now to whatever extent. But uh, they certainly owe a debt to uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and within Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lineage to our particular um, party bar. So we are, we are proud to be humble members of that that um, that party bar. Um, again. Uh, 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 um, it's um, whenever I have tr- started uh, a little bit to look at the Balabasambhada, I just find out oh, I got to learn too many different terms. What they're actually saying here, how they say it different, and it's just too much, and it doesn't come up enough, you know, to make it worth um, the effort. I'm not just interested intellectually for the sake of, you know, collecting some some information. Um, sometimes you want to do that for the sake of being able to explain, but the subject comes up so. So seldom that uh, you don't meet too many balabas or whatnot. I mean, even their how that works and how they have some idea balaba. You can come in on Vatsalya and then you can go to Gopi Bhav. I, I think some sometimes it's talked about like that too. I, I don't know how they square all that away or whatnot, but <laughs> from our um, particular. Um, point of view and the way that we explain it. But you have to understand that the philosophy is important as it is, as much as we emphasize it, it is relative. It is an attempt to speak about and think about and reason about something that transcends thought, reason, and word, language. Um, it's empowered by because those who have tried to put their experience into word, thought, language, are who they are, so it's empowered. But, but um, you have to let it take you beyond its own limitations, from tattva to uh, to bhava. Then everything's explained. <laughs> everything's uh, harmonized there. With you know, in Vatsali Ras is, is not not fighting with the gopis. A little bit. <laughs> Ways that are tasteful. They want Krishna to stay, take rest at night, not run out. 
So I wish I could be more helpful with this. Something. But we, we as Sampradaya, recognize that opportunity, that window of opportunity, and you yeah. We have no, no objection. objection. No. To the fact that they can enter Braj Bhakti. Yeah, they can enter into into Braj Bhakti in some respect. And so in Vatsali Rasa is prominent. And so they've talked about it in a way that works for for some. Yes. So if somebody wanted to and I don't you know if this is a desire, to make, but if you wanted to enter in Dasya, is there a way to do that in Raj? I mean, or are they just all in the service and there's no newcomers coming in for that? <laughs> I think it's probably said that theoretically one will follow Rock Talk, Pat Rock. You'd probably be better following. I think Rasala, whose dasi is pure, a very rare example. Though there's even rock talk and patrak, I think they have influenced by some pranai and means some some touch of of uh, of sakhi rasa. So um, um, yeah, I don't know of of the vision of some pranai that. Uh, teaches per se about that, but that would be the way in terms of that form of Samandanuga Rag Bhakti following the footsteps of one of those uh, dasas of, uh, of Krishna. Hmm. Theoretically. <laughs> they have that kind of bhav. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> you said that um, there was some indication that Madhavendra Puri wasn't in the line of the of the, the Rudra Sampradaya, and but we have connection with Madhavendra Puri, and we're in the Madhva Sampradaya. So what is his connection, Madhavendra Puri's connection with the Madhva Sampradaya? Well, I don't know what his connection with the Madhva Sampradaya is, um, other than the fact that the leading Gaudiya persons of the time say he's connected with the Madhva Sampradaya. So what I would assume is that if he was formerly a sannyasa initiate in the Balva Sampradaya, that he came, or excuse me, in the, in the Advaita Sampradaya, influenced by Bhakti, that he was influenced by Vaishnava um, teachings of the time, both Madhvas and um, Vishnu Swamis. Hmm? And while there's common ground between them acknowledged by the Balavas, he himself um, perhaps um, felt more comfortable with the Madhva perspective in its visage, which is very similar to uh, the uh, Achintya 
in uh, in Gaudi Sampradaya. You can find that kind of link there uh, in Baladev Vijayabhushan's writings. So then we take the testimony of Krishna Das Kaviraj and 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 and, and Kavi Karnapur um, as connects Madhavendrapuri in his list of the Guru Parampara with Madhva's um, um, and um, there are others writers at the time and in the later time Vishwanath also in his work um, connects Madhavendrapuri with the with the Madhva Sampradaya. So I think, you know, he had different influences and and more readily in a way identified himself in terms of Siksha and substance with Madhva ideas, which then crystallize into the Gaudiya ideas, so Brahma Madhva Gaudiya, which are distinct from Madhva but but have some common grounds. So that's a good example. I mean there you can look at the Madhva Sampradaya and you can look at the Gaudiya and like, well what the man and like like Miles apart, you know, different ideas, concepts, terms, how they they look at them, and so forth. But it's um, you know, they're they're we sometimes refer to as the Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. So yes. In your earlier talk from Adula's question, I found it most interesting how there wasn't such sectarian distinctions between the groups. and uh, But part of what Krishnadas Kaviraj was trying to do was make make a distinction. So to, In order to create a group. Yeah. <laughs> Demark. Uh, yeah. Right. So we are. And so it's, and nowadays, the world is so sectarian. It's just almost hard to fathom the, more of the fluidity of these. They're all... I don't think the world is as sectarian as, as, as Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the world is sectarian. Maybe that's what you mean. The world is more pluralistic in its uh, outlook about, because there's so much information available, but a lot of uh, the Gaudiyas, international Gaudiyas, are very sectarian, very Kanishta. And I'm not talking only about about um, um, the larger group of sect of Gaudiyas. I mean, you can find them in India. And I mean, I... <laughs> That's very Kanishta arguments about our line and this uh, within the Gaudiya, where the real Gaudiya is, they're not the real Gaudiya types. Of thing. You know, so and the arguments are very, in my opinion, they're just they're just Kanishtadikari arguments about form and and um, and the, the, those who make them are not very well acquainted with with the teaching um, in any in any deep sense, but. Um, but it's true. It's it's very sectarian. I mean, what you have to. I think you have to imagine the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the way in which it was not as sectarian. Is that these were all people who were mystics. Uh, you know, these various sannyasis, renunciates. They would meet one another at Tirthas, and they would have different ideas and conceptions of what the scripture said and meant. Its implications were, and they would talk about them and and uh, you know and honor some prasadam, bathe in the river, and uh, huh. You think about it like that, huh? you know, kind of a kind of a thing. And uh, but then you know, but again, Krishnadas is, and you don't. Um, it's very, very. It's probably the more sectarian book 
writing of the founding acharyas, um, um, you know, in Brihad Bhagavatam, Sanatana certainly makes some distinction between um, Gyan and Bhakti and Gyan for its own sake and merging in Brahman and how insignificant it is and so forth. But, but uh, you know, Kravagarish Goswami is much more, there's this Madhva group, there's, you know, there's the Prakashananda, the Dwait in the group and, and so forth. And so, but his, again, his purpose was, to, if, if you want to help, which he was very much involved in doing, make a lineage, carve it out, this is our territory, so we think about it, then when you do when you're doing that, then you have to single out who's not they're not in the group they're not, and you're doing that, so he was doing that there, but that's just you know a particular exercise it 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 may not have had any bearing on his own personal way of interacting with people and sadhus of different lineages and so forth i mean Prabhupada was also strident and sectarian in a way, and he again he was in a different time trying to create a, a group or you know carve out this is the Gaudiya people and we're on the international scene and so forth. But he also told us that if you that you should pay your obeisances to Mayavadi sannyasis when you see them, they they were sadhus, you know. Uh, they went there so. <laughs> so, you know, Prabhupada, Prabhupada was a bit, you know, outspoken. So, but you know, he was living in New York, and he would come out to uh, Mr. Yananda Ashram. What is this Brahmananda Saraswati? I think his name was. And uh, he would ask Prabhupada to speak, and Prabhupada would speak Vaishnavism, and, and he would go, "Very good, we're different," you know. And then they would take take a meal together, and and he helped Prabhupada and helped nourish him and, and improve his health and so forth. Expose his disciples to him, and uh, and so on. Now Prabhupada was trying to, you know, again create a group. So at that time he was. Uh, he made some, some some boundaries and so forth. You have to understand these things properly and know how to act. Uh, yeah, some, with that kind of more in-depth understanding of why he said what he said, what he was doing at the time that caused him to speak in that way, and then how, in some ways, it appeared to contradict his actions, or maybe that's just your interpretation of what you thought, you, how you thought they should act. Because he said this, but you know, so, so, yeah, it is rather sectarian, <laughs> and it's unbecoming in the, in the times in which we live. It's it's not uh, certainly not in um, very um, doesn't have a lot of currency in contemporary um, spiritual marketplace. The Exclusivity and uh, sectarianism, and you, you see me. I'm, you know, Gaudi Vaishnava. I can distinguish between what's Gaudi Vaishnavism and, and what's not, and so forth. And I, I do it, but I don't do it in the same computational way. I just lay it out. You think like this. They think like that. You take your choice. 
of course, I make it hard to, to choose. <laughs> so, gown over bhakti, for example, that's part of the art of teaching, right? <laughs> okay. So, another point. Yeah, go ahead. Well, this is a this is a different one. This is uh, there's a, in the um, I think it's the Ramananda Subhad. Discussion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and uh, Ramananda Samvad. Yeah, and uh, I can see why people would take kind of a militant stance stance about the Gopis. I mean, they can't attain uh, Krishna. can't attain um, mm-hmm. Krishna conscience without taking shelter of the Gopis. But that's this kind of a side point. But uh, in one of those verses says that the gopis' happiness increases 10 million times when they engage Sri Sri Radha and Krishna in their pastimes. So I'm wondering, is there something like, because we're talking about Sakiras, so is there something equivalent to that with the uh, Priyanama Sakas making some kind of arrangement for... Yeah, it's called Sakibhav. So they're enjoying, I guess it's to make the point, the, the glorifying being a servant that they're enjoying more happiness than even the couple that's meeting, Radha Krishna. Oh, yeah, you could look at it like that. But, yeah, they have they want to bring the couple together, the Priyanarmasakas, the influenced by Madhurya Bhav. They're very much like the Manjaris in that regard. And therefore, the influence on them from Sakiras affords them experiences that are otherwise said to be only in bhava or in 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 in, in bhav, only um, possible in gopi bhav, like ma bhav, for example, um, um, and they 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 experience that, and um, and even um, even the uh, you know they I mean they are described as. Anamodana, which means Tadbhava. They're, they're, these sakas, these friends of Krishna, influenced by Madhurya Bhava, are influenced by Madhurya Bhava in the same way that the Manjaris are influenced, that they they want to, they don't want direct association with Krishna romantically, the Manjaris. They want to serve Radha and indirectly as a result of that, participate in the union of Radha and Krishna. And the only difference between the Manjaris and the Priyanarmasakas is that the Priyanarmasakas are in male bodies. So that's a little in, indirect, but it's the same Anumodana. So the way, in other words, they're not, Jiva Goswami distinguishes, they're not influenced by Madhurya Bhava in terms of Sambhog, but Tadbhav. Hmm? So they're influenced by the bhava of the of Radha, the friends of Radha, at least the ones who are prominent in the writings of the Goswamis. You know, Manu Mangal, Ujjval, um, Subal, so forth. These are prominent in the writings of the Goswamis because they're all um, Priyanarmasakas who are associated with the group of Radha's friends, with Lita Vishaka. Hmm? For example, um, you know they will have a 
Yuteshwar, Gopal, Sakiras leader, and a Yuteshvari as well, both. So, Madhu Mongol is associated with, with Lalita, Ujjbal, with uh, Vishaka, Subal, with, with Radha. So they, these are the ones, that, the names that keep coming up in the Goswami Tarsha, because it's all on the Radha side of everything. Hmm? So, um, so they're you know they're much involved in that. I mean, you could stretch what's said in Chaitanya Charitamrita without Sakibhav. The, the affairs of Radha and Krishna cannot go on. Hmm? Makes that point. Hmm? So, it, in a, by extension. It includes the Priyanamasakas who are said to be in Saki Bhav when they're involved in that. Hmm? Hmm. When that opportunity to arises in the context of the Leela and so forth, and they participate, this Saki Bhav causes their male um, sensibilities that are prominent otherwise that would not uh, allow them to participate in the same way with the same kind of empathy. Um, and, and so forth, it recedes to the background. So that they become girls or something and want to have union with Krishna, but but they're they they can underst- they can understand the feelings of Radha of the gopis. Mm-hmm. They can understand the feelings of Krishna mm-hmm. by tabaf by identifying with that. If you want to be the best friend of Krishna, then you want to be able to assist him in all circumstances, hmm? right? And Guru Pakaris, Patidapriyanam, Krishna, the best friend, is one who reminds him of his beloved. So these are the, the those are the Priyanarmasa, because they're the most intimate friends of Krishna. And they're in Saki Bhav, so, and, and Krishna, Radha and Krishna Lila can't go on without them. You know, they said before, there's no one in the Braja Lila who's more capable of pacifying Radha in her man, her angry love for Krishna that causes her to say things that she won't have anything to do with him, than Subal. He, he, so without him in the picture, you know, we're going to have a problem. Um, so, um, and you can see from the, from the, this is in Ramana Samva, that, that Kaviraj Goswami is talking about a particular kind of Madhurya Rasa. He's talking about the Manjari. He said the wonderful thing about them is that they ha- they don't want to have any direct connection with Krishna. Hmm. Um, and, and that's not even the, the late Vishaka. They do at times. And their assistants, the Priyasakis, they also do from time to time. Although they're Tadbhav, Radha, still there's some... This, this, uh, but the Manjaris, even if Radha wants them to, and for fun or whatever... And, Krishna, then they, they, this, that Bhav won't, won't, won't allow them to do that. Hmm. And it won't happen for the, for the Priyanarmasakas because they're in, you know, not, they're not in female bodies even. So, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a high, high ideal, hmm. to be sure. Gopi Bhav Ki Jai. Shri Sri Aramadava Kijai, Gaur Bhaktivrinda Kijai, Go